0: Well hello GCA youth, I hope that you are doing well. We are diving straight in with our podcast today on Ephesians and chapter 3. Just a quick reminder: if you're if you're going through this and you you're kind of getting a bit fuzzy on the details of of kind of who this was written to and kind of the reason it was written, I'd just encourage you to go back to the the first podcast we did on the background to Ephesians and to just have a think through, just have a re listen, and just remind yourself again of who this was written to, because the context of this is is really important to keep that fresh in our minds, because it helps us to understand God's word better, and that's ultimately what we want to do so we are going to dive in grab a bible notepad highlighter etc etc you know the drill by now and let's dive in so ephesians chapter 3 verses 11 to 13 this was according to the eternal purpose that he has realized in christ jesus our lord in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through our faith in him so I ask you not to lose heart over what I'm suffering for you, which is your glory. This is huge. There's loads in here. But this this first verse, verse 11, is awesome. And in the proper sense of that word, that it inspires awe. This was according to the eternal purpose that he realised in Christ Jesus our Lord. The the previous verse that we looked at, verse 10 in the last episode, was talking about how the church reveals the wisdom of God. And in this verse, it's saying that this happened so was and all of this was accord according to God's purpose, his eternal purpose, and this this sense of eternity and this being the plan is it comes out constantly through this book of Ephesians that there is no plan B. That God is not reacting to sin, reacting to Adam and Eve's sin and going, Oh no, I've got to come up with something. Let's come up with a plan. He Jesus is the plan. This is God's eternal purpose, that God has got no other purpose. That God has sent his son to save people from their sins, to bring glory to his name. That's it. And that that purpose that, that no one else could accomplish, no one else could achieve, no one else could could save us from sin, Jesus has done. It's been realised in Christ Jesus. You know, something can be promised but not realised. So if I was to to promise my daughter Livy that I would, you know, we'd go get an ice cream from somewhere, that promise isn't realised, That that thing doesn't become a reality until I've gone to the shop and I've bought her an ice cream. And this promise that has been promised since eternity, since sin entered the world, that there is a saviour coming to deal with sin and and bring people back to God, that is realised in Christ Jesus, that when Jesus comes, when Jesus lives the perfect life and dies a death bearing our sins and rising again to new life, that's him realising it, that's him doing it, that is done, it's why when he ascends to the Father after he's been raised again, he sits down. Because it's done, it's realised, it's finished, she's got nothing left to do apart from to come again and fulfil it all. Where it all happens, the details, it all works out in the most intricate ways, but it's been realised. And more than that, because it's been realised that we have boldness and access with confidence through our faith in him and actually we t- we take this for granted so much like if you imagine a celebrity or someone that you really look up to or or having an audience with the queen if you imagine meeting a celebrity or meeting the queen or meeting someone that you really look up to like there would be this like oh man i don't belong here like i don't belong in the presence of this person like i don't like you you, you would feel your lack in the presence of that person So how much more then should we feel that lack in in approaching the God of the universe? The God who created all things, who sustains all things, who's given you that next breath, who's enabled your eyes to keep moving so that blink that you just blinked happened. But actually what, what God is saying, what God has done in Jesus, it means that we can now boldly with confidence through our faith in him, not because of anything we've done, only through our faith, and that's an important qualifier, have access to God. And that's incredible. That is something that we should rejoice in and celebrate and something that we shouldn't, one, take for granted, but two, not do. It's, something that, it's not something that we should just kind of have as an option. It's something we should enjoy and experience daily to approach the presence of God with confidence in our faith in him. And finally, just a word on this, that, that Paul is in suffering. And Paul is suffering because of his his desire, because of his obedience to preach the gospel to the Gentiles. But that shouldn't result in, in, in pain, but it can result in joy. Because even when we suffer for the gospel, we know that God is with us and that the will of God is being accomplished. And so let's be encouraged today and let's be strengthened today. Grace and peace.